Welcome back to the Summer Party Pod, a deep dive into decoms. I'm Lizzie, a charm bracelet filled with all of my Grammy Awards. And I'm Hannah, and I am building a birdhouse. And today, we are discussing Camp Rock. Camp Rock! You come to us on the day that Lizzie's tummy hurts. My tummy hurts, and I hate it. So, we might so work we're going to make this quick. Um, it's... Look, you know, the internet has really brought to light a very important social issue that I think has gone un- secretive. It's been under wraps for too long, and we need to shine light on it. But beautiful, gorgeous, it? funny, smart girls like us have stomach issues. Yeah, <laughs> it's our cross to bear. It is. Every woman has it in her. It, it's really unfortunate. Um, we, uh... One, we're going to make this relatively quick because Lizzie's tummy does hurt. Um, But also because tonight we're starting off an extravaganza, if you will. Um, Because not only are we recording Camp Rock 1 tonight, we're recording Camp Rock 2 to come out for you all also this week. To come out what? This week! Cross your fingers. Did you say free ball? No, for you all. It sounded like you said free ball. I was like, Hannah. I would never say such a thing. Hannah, we can't talk about that. I'm fine. In this Christian suburb? I don't live in a suburb. Do you live in a suburb? Me neither. No. Well, I'm not at this moment. Anyway. On the weekends. I always feel like one of those people in the 1950s that like lives in New York City, but like... Um, on the weekends, they went to, like, the Poconos. I feel like that every weekend when I drive to my parents' house. You don't have to. <laughs> no, it, I mean, it's fun. I just feel like I'm, like, oh, I'm escaping the city, going to the country for, this, for the weekend. You've been prescribed a weekend by the sea for your health. Yeah, except for it's further inland. <laughs> further inland and sometimes not In- for your health. No, it's always better. That's good. Um, in the mountains. Sure. Yeah. Alright. Kind of. Speaking of and nature. Yeah, um, Lizzie's gonna do our 60 second summary, I was gonna say this week, but, um, we're both gonna do one tonight, um, but Lizzie's going first. Yes. Um, because, fortunately, Hannah and I had, I wrote a lot of notes about the first one. She wrote a lot of notes about the second one. Yeah, so it was easy to choose who was doing what. Yes. Um, Lizzie, I will get you all counted down. Three. Also, I just want to make a note. This is an important clarifying note for myself because I wasn't aware of this until I went to Google Demi Lovato earlier. Demi Lovato made an announcement fairly recently that she is going by she/her pronouns again. Oh, okay, interesting. Because I was gonna say we're gonna use she/her pronouns referring to Mitchie, but good to know. Uh, I I'm, am gonna double check that now because I want to make sure that I didn't make that up. Yeah. Um. Yes. So That's as of amazing. August. As of August. So, okay. there you go. 
not amazing that she's using those pronouns, but amazing that, that you were correct. Yes. Okay. okay. All right. Let me get you counted down. Three, two, one, sing. So, Camp Rock follows Mitchie Torres, played by Demi Lovato, who is a high schooler who loves music and has aspirations to make it big in the music world. And she wants to go to the summer camp called Camp Rock. Anyone who's anyone who wants to be big in music goes there. And she gets to go because her mom's catering company um, gets hired to cater the summer camp. So she gets, like, a scholarship to go, which is very cool. And it's her and a bunch of other, like, like-minded musical high schoolers, but it's kids who are really into dancing, kids who are into production, kids who are, you know, musicians, singers, songwriters, and they have a, like, famous person guest instructor whose name is Shane Gray, played by Joe Jonas. And all of the Jonas Brothers in this, they do not play brothers in this, but they're all in a band together in this, and there's a big competition at the end, and they get to decide who is going to sing a duet with Shane Gray, and they fall in love. <laughs> Good. You kind of front-loaded that one. I know. I was really excited about her origin story, and also, I, the sh shock that shook me when I realized that her name in this was Mitchie? You Did could you know that? You, I didn't remember. You could have given me 17,000 days to guess what her character's name in this was. I never would have guessed Mitchie. I no, it's... would have never guessed that her mother in this is the mom from Wizards of Waverly Place. Yeah, Muriel uh, Canales Barrera? Muriel Canales. What? Yeah, let me pull up. I have the... Just the summary here, which actually one of my notes, one of my first notes is the Disney Plus summary is whack, kind of. Well, it just has, you'll understand why I wrote that. When teen Mitchie finally gets a chance to attend the music camp of her dreams, she discovers that many of the campers have famous pedigrees. After an encounter with the arrogant singer of the popular group Connect 3, in brackets, the Jonas Brothers, Mitchie may be well on her way to making her vocal pipe dream a reality. She'll just have to take her chance with confidence and never look back. Mostly I just, I, I mean, like, why did they say pedigrees? Feel, that's a dog food brand. Well, I really, I hate when people use the word pedigree to discuss people's backgrounds. Because it does seem a little bit weird and the yeah. eugenicist Yeah, and also it's a dog food big. brand, so... It is. It makes me feel like you're talking about a racehorse and not a human being. Yeah. So. And um, so, kind of, we can just jump right in because we're keeping this one quick and snappy. Um, similar to your 60-second summary, this movie has too much exposition. Uh, you're in town, act one, scene two. Sure. Uh, the she starts, she has this morning routine, which, who has time for such a morning routine before school? Um, we meet her friend, justice for her friend, who isn't even in the rest of the movie or the second movie, just gets to talk about AP Mandarin. And it was one of my very first notes. I said, uh, but thank God. Oh, she I was. I thought her friend was but so like, annoying. Still. 
it's kind of like Barb in Stranger Things. Like, did no. any of us really like Barb? But also justice for Barb. I've only seen the first three episodes of Stranger Things. I forgot about that. Did I send you a Stranger Things? I sent you a Stranger Things reference this afternoon. Did I you understand? I understood that. Because I know, the, I know okay. the ladies are all hot for Steve Harrington. Uh, yes, we are. You have to. Okay, Lizzie, season four. I mean, all of them, but season Is it? Anyway. Is it because he's attractive or is it because he shows basic human decency and some level of competence? Both. Oh, okay. T. Love that. I'm going to send you something later. Anyway. Um, oh, ew. It's not gross. I'm just going to send you, like, a YouTube link. I don't know. You were just talking about the nude Quaker Oats man. I don't know what you're up to today. No, it's not. You were. <laughs> don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> um, I'm wheezing. But yeah, so anyway, Mitchie's just kind of crazy in this movie. Basically, um, she's like, um, I don't want to say on drugs because that feels insensitive. But there is something going on with her that is not addressed. The smile she always has on this like wide smile. Yeah, um, I did. So this is. Two, three, four, five. This is like my number ten note. No offense, but all of these kids seem like the most annoying kids alive. They are. They're like, we talked about theater kids in our Radio Rebel episode um, this spring. But these kids are like another level. Like they're backflipping off the bus. They're drumming on the bus. They have famous parents, so they're insufferable. Horrible. Horrible. Um, and Mitchie is very much in this movie not like other girls. Like, literally, at one point, Shane Gray, played by Drew Jonas, says, you seem different. Good different. Yeah. She's not like the other girls. So she doesn't have famous parents. Her parents are, like, working class, middle class. Um, Her dad and she also literally... Store. So, shout out to hardware store, um, representation. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but also, Mitchie literally doesn't want to be a performer. She loves music, but she doesn't want to sing in front of everyone, anyone, and she's never sung in front of anyone ever. So I don't understand why she was so... Stressed so to go. To go. And also, and let me just put this out here. I think Demi Lovato, like, as of right now, 2022 a phenomenal vocalist oh yes a phenomenal vocalist there was something obviously she was much much younger in this i mean she was a good singer but like the technique and again i'm i will never be i never have been the singer that demi lovato is or was but like People always, it's kind of a meme, the way that Demi Lovato used to sing, like, the way her mouth opened really, really wide. Um, I think it was less like, the vocals, more the performance, in terms of... Yeah, like, the knees. The, the knees, the knees. She looked like she had to pee every single time she was singing, because her legs would be, like, a yard and a half apart her feet, and her knees would be turned in and touching, 
So it looked like a little like cartoon from Charlie Brown of her name. Mm-hmm. It was that is yeah another I think it was very popular to be a meme. Bark and she was not Parkin. She was Barkin. What? <laughs> oh, I've never heard that before. Parkin bark. Parkin bark is a theater term for if someone is singing a solo and they like don't need to have any sort of actual choreography you just gotta stand somewhere and sing you park yeah okay got it it's for the movers not the dancers um right 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 um one of the yeah exactly does she still have covid i don't know i think she still has illiteracy Lizzie, I don't want to get sued. I don't... What are you going to take from me? <laughs> um, one of my favorite things about this movie is that Disney knew that we were Joe girls before we knew that we were Joe that girls. And I question. respect that. Which because brother were you? At the time, I was a Nick girl. Of course you were. We all were. But now... As we all are, I'm a Joe girl. Yes. And so it's amazing that, and also a little bit surprising, that Disney selected Joe to be the lead. Because I feel like we all were Nick girls at the time. Because my my mom used to call Joe Jonas Chachi Big Butt. (laughs) Because there there is a scene in the Jonas Brothers tour movie. Um... Where he's wearing white leather pants, which I think oh I know which one so wear in this film, and it's yeah like supposed to be from the ground, looking up at them so they look like tall like godly figures, but it's like angled a little too far back. It's not like from the side or from the front. It's like off to his left and then a little to the back, so you just get like. Full Joe Jonas's butt, and then like a poor. It's like an ass pick. It, but we were like twelve. We were like eight. <laughs> we were like, oh god, we're so. Um, um, but so basically, it's thank God Disney did that. Even though it kind of feels surprising, it feels like back in the day, Nick Jonas was like the it girl. Yeah. Like, he dated Selena Gomez. He dated Miley Cyrus. We were kind of like, Joe who? Um, but now, we have to go back and say, thank you, Disney gods, mm-hmm. for blessing us with the Joe content. Very happy for you, not jealous at all, Cousin Sophie. Right. Um, were Joe and Demi Lovato dating when this was filmed slash came out? I don't the first movie? I believe so. I, I know they were for the second one. I'll look it up real quick. Um, I need to do some math. No! Interesting. They didn't start dating until during or after Camp Rock 2. Camp Rock 2. Kind of electric boogaloo. Oh, much more of an electric boogaloo than... Teen Beach. Teen no? Beach. Yeah. I would say it's a Camp Rock 2 electric boogaloo. That could be a good title, maybe. Um, yeah. Camp Rock 2 Tokyo Drift? <laughs> what, no. I, I just thought of a good name for this, and I don't remember what it was. Oh. Well, let me know if you remember. Um, 
But this movie, I guess they weren't dating, which kind of makes sense. They had more chemistry in the second movie in the, than the first one. Oh. Although, like, there's still this, like, a little bit of, like, fun, cute stuff. But mostly everyone in this movie, like, kind of sucked. They're acting, like, every character was mean. Their acting together was better than either of their acting with any other person in the movie. That's true. Which I guess... And they were only nice to each other. ...directorial standpoint, that is the way you want it. But, like, she was so awful to Alison Stoner. Yeah. She was awful to Alison Stoner. Alison Stoner was awful to her. Tess was awful to her. Joe was awful to everyone. Sorry, Shane was awful to everyone. There's a whole plot Um, that I forgot about where, because her mom is, like, the caterer for the summer camp... I completely forgot that she lies to everyone there and tells them that her mom is, like, a big, big, like, music TV, I don't know if it's, like, producer or the owner of this, like, huge, like, music... The president of Hot Tunes TV China. Right. In China. Of course. And her mom is, like, at the camp with them, cooking them all of their meals every day. And, like, talking to them, like... Like, coming out and being like, oh, hi, Mitchie's friends. And she's like, mom, go away. Yeah, and they're like, why is that lady, like, know you? It's her you know mom. And then she, like, is drowning in her lies. She's like, she cooked for, like, Ashley Simpson? Is that, like, they said Ashley. But I was like, is that the Ashley we're thinking of in 2008? I would guess so. Because that was another thing I thought it was interesting. They name-dropped, like real people like real musicians and real people because when her mom meets the camp director whose name i am forgetting what's his name brown whose last name is brown um i mean he's joe jonas's uncle uncle yeah which is another interesting part of the lore in this movie they keep saying camp is where connect three met and brown is shane's uncle yeah but in the second movie they are brothers they're not yes that's shocking but anyway they called each other their brothers in in the second movie weird yeah so oh that's right how did i not catch that i don't know but i i I did catch it because that's always a question it's like you watch camp rock and you're like oh my god like it's so weird that they're having the jenner's brothers not play brothers and in the second movie they're like yeah it is weird we did that wow but you're right. She name drops Aerosmith like, and Mick Jagger. And Mick Jagger, yes. Yes, he said something about, and she's like, "You knew Mick Jagger?" And he was like, "Oh yeah, like that was super fun." He was like, "But not as fun as I like the time I went on tour with Aerosmith." She was like, "You knew Aerosmith," which is not something that Disney often does: is name drop people from outside of Disney approved media. Which no, no. though they did. I remember. In Hannah Montana a lot, because they used to name drop Orlando Bloom. They had huge crushes on Orlando Bloom. As they should. And Gwen Stefani, they used to name drop. Dolly Parton. Well, yeah, but she would come on the show. Right. And Brooke Shields. And... Oh, that's right. Someone else. But... They used to name drop Gwen Stefani, but I didn't know who Gwen Stefani was because I was seven. And I, they kind of 
wouldn't enunciate properly. So I thought they were saying Win Stefani, like Win Stefani, all one word. Yes. And then, oh, and then, okay, the lore continues. And then Puxitani Phil, you know, the groundhog? Yep. I thought his name was Win Stefani Bill. (laughs) (laughs) Until I was too old. Because of Hannah Montana. Did you think Gwen Stefani was predicting the weather? No, but I they would say Win Stefani and then I just thought Win Stefani Bill. Do you know that it's a different groundhog all the time? Yeah, they have a lifespan of like three years. Poor thing. No job security. Nobody wants to And he just gets yanked out of his hole. <laughs> I know. That's how I um, One of the... Yeah, and then, going back, Mitchie says to Shane, and I don't lie. And it's like, okay. You lie? That's all you do. That's your only... Completely. Is lying. Lying and not wanting to sing in front of people. Like, and she's caught up in her lies. She's not even a Um, liar. Everyone around her is just an idiot. Yeah. And then everyone finds out, and they're mean to her about it. Like, when Caitlin Allison Stoner finds out, she literally goes, Wow, that's rich, but apparently, you're not. And it's like, that's so mean. They're all so mean in this movie. Mean. They're mean in a way that only kids can be mean. Like, they they hate each other. Everyone at this camp. But isn't that such an accurate description of, like, high schoolers in an environment like that? Like, you all hate each other from the last hair on your head to the very bottom of your feet. However, at the end of the summer, when you're all leaving, everyone's going to be crying anyway. I only went to summer camp twice. I never went to so, camp, but I'm just assuming it's a lot like being in a high school production of a show where everyone oh, everyone's miserable and at the end you do cry on closing night. Yeah. You do cry on closing night and you forget about how you wanted to wring everyone's neck. Yeah. I am not speaking from experience. I will not be name dropping people whose necks I wanted to wring. Or we could tag and drag. I was the neck. I'm aware. Probably. <laughs> um, luckily, we didn't know each other when we were 17, so. That's true. 17 would have been okay, because it would have been our junior year of high school, not our sophomore year. No. I was going to say, 17 was my senior year, which I peaked. Oh, sure. Sure, 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 sure. Um... Oh, excuse me. Um, oh, yeah. I would like to say... Holy shit. Excuse me. So the one thing that was consistently good about this was the music. Yeah. I gotta be honest. I think this is kind of a no-skips album for me. It's very good i i enjoyed every song like there wasn't a song that i was like they probably could have done without it but i also wonder if that's just yeah. because some of them were so ridiculous that i'm glad that they were in there because i had something to laugh at 
their camp. The only song, again, I think you're right, there's no skips. The only song I don't, like, like yeah. is the finale song. Because mm-hmm. to me, it's just, like, too much. Like, did we have to name drop the movie so many times? We rock, we rock, we rock, yeah. camp rock. It was, like, but the rest of them, like, even the ones I don't love are, like, Yes, good. Very fun. Slay. Yes. Do you have any specific songs you want to talk about? I do. One, I would like to talk about the Jonas Brothers song, Play My Music. (gasps) Me too. You go first, because I know you have a particular emotional attachment to this one. My notes are, best song in the movie, five exclamation points, hand clapping, hip shaking, heart breaking. For those of you who remember, um, almost 12 months ago to the day, I went to the Jonas Brothers concert, and they did not play the song, and I was furious. Wait, what did they play? Because this is, they did play um, Shane's part of This Is Me, You're the voice I hear inside my head. Yeah. They did play that, and it was, like, amazing, and we all went crazy, but if they had played Play My Music, I would have. Lost your eyes. I would have gone crazy that night. Anyway, go ahead. I've spoken my piece. I would like to say that I love, um, what's the, oh, the one, oh god, what's her name? But it's the What It Takes song. Who's got what it takes to be my guy? What it takes to make a me shot? What? Yeah, a banger. Yes, so sassy I and fun. Had completely forgotten about that song until they like announced her, and I was like, oh, I know what's coming. It's so fun when you listen to the lyrics. She should. There are been, some parts. She should have been the star of this movie. I'll say it. Oh, yeah. And she's not even in the second one. Nope. We were robbed. Um, and then the only- They also, they say, her mom's on Broadway, but no one cares. It's all about the bling here. And it's like, Broadway's pretty blingy, but okay. That's- amazing. Her mom probably has a Tony. Yeah. Um, um, I would like to talk about the mean girl. Tess Tyler. Tess. And unfortunately, I do love both of her songs. I prefer... I don't know which one I prefer. They're both just, like, a little cringy, but still, like, you can't take your eyes off her. Cringy, but incredible. The way she moves her shoulders. So much. She, like, pops them out of place. You put her shoulders and Demi Lovato's knees together. You might have that, like, scary horror villain who, like, walks on their arms and... You might just have me every morning popping my joints back into place. Contortionist? In my, in my youth. So much. But the music is just fun. Like... Yeah. And then what's... The it's definitely... Way? It's the same vibes as in Lemonade Mouth, the rival band, Mudside Crush, where it's, like, unfortunately, it's kind of good. Yeah, well, what's the... Hold on. I think I'm being lied to by... Oh. My favorite song of the movie. 
it's not this is me because I think that one's fine but honestly compared to some of the other ones I was like I feel like they could have done more with this but maybe I was distracted by Demi Lovato's knees that stupid Asta La Vista song <gasps> Asta La Vista crew stuck in my head for weeks. I love the Hasta La Vista song. Cue. It was incredible. My only question, actually I have two questions. Um, as we all know, because we've all seen Camp Rock, if you haven't, why are you here? Like, no offense, but why? Um, Tess, the main bitch, she has her minions. The only they right before the show they quit because they're sick and tired of her treating them like crap. Naturally. Immediately after, like ten seconds after, the Ostilla Vista crew comes on stage. The one girl is up front in the Ostilla Vista crew, and I'm wondering, was she going to be in two numbers in Final Jam? Did she in literally seven seconds? change costumes, join a group, and become the lead. Or had she been planning to betray her all along? Was she smart enough for that? Probably not. With that bang haircut that she seems to have gotten voluntarily? She also... Was that actress one of the mean girls in Hannah Montana? The oots! Amber and Ashley. Oh, whoa, that was a... Was that her? Callback. I don't know, would you like me to find out? Um, if you want, I don't care that much. I think I think so, but we also know that I'm not really good at. Um, it's okay. I got very excited because I thought one of the extras in this played. You were about to say something about. You were about to say something mean about yourself, so I decided to ignore you and keep talking. Um, I thought one of the extras in this played um, Gregory Eddy in Abbott Elementary, which I just started watching. Oh, it's such a delightful show. I think you would love it. My parents just started it. They said it's good. Kind of stupid, but pretty good. It's real. All shows are a little bit stupid. Let's be honest here. Um, while you're Googling, I'm going to ask my second question about Hasta La Vista, which is one plot about this movie that I had forgotten was that the winner of Final Jam gets to record a duet with Shane Gray. Mm-hmm. Which is supposed to, like, be an incentive for the kids at camp, but also help save Shane Gray, the bad boy's image. Right. What would have happened if the Asta La Vista crew had won Final Jam? Would they all have recorded a song with Shane Gray? Probably. I mean, I would have been down for it. I would have been, I honestly, I think Joe Jonas might have brought them down. No, like, by the end, he, like, he was good again. He was fine. Think about him singing, um, what's the freaking song called? Gotta Find You? It's Immaculate. It is a good song. Yeah, the voice I hear inside my head, the reason that I'm singing. It's so good. And, and play my music. I'm, I'll never stop thinking about that song. Music. And the winner of Final Jam, spoiler, is Here I Am, which the other minion, 
Lemming, except for she's not. Her name is Peggy. But her name is Margaret. Margaret Dupree. She last minute says, okay, well, I'm going to sing it solo. And she wins. Which, like, she is good, but also it's very boring. And they did Peggy very dirty. Yeah. Because during her song, they just played, like, a montage of weird moments from the movie. Yep. And you all know how I feel about a ballad. No. I did like the montage. Oh, I made a note about a montage that I liked. Which one did I like? Oh, there was a montage of... Because another plot... This is going to be longer than expected. Um, another subplot that I'd forgotten about is there's like a Cinderella story going on here. Where Jonas... Oh, yes. So Jonas hears Demi Lovato singing in like their dining hall. He is hiding outside under the windows because all of these girls who are, like, huge fans of Connect 3 are chasing him around camp. He's hiding under the windows outside, like, in some bushes, and Demi Lovato is in the room playing piano and singing... What's the name of the song? Um, This Is Me. Thank you. Jeez, I'm pro. This Is Me. And he's like... Who is that girl? Like, that voice. Oh my god. I have to find her. It reminds me of the music I used to like. I gotta find you. Hello? You write the whole damn song about it. Mm-hmm. And then, but she's already gone. Somehow word gets out so, that he's, like, heard a girl singing. Well, because he tells someone. He's like, hey, I'm looking for this girl. And they spread it around. And so then there's a very funny montage of girls at the camp just, like, walking past him singing. Or, like, they trap him, like, he's, like, getting... Oh, yeah, they're singing that song, Start the Party, where it's everyone singing, like, start, start, start the party. There's one girl who, like, has an acoustic guitar and is singing it, like, it's a 90s grunge song. Um, And there's, like, a Destiny's Child group that that serenades him at the lake. There were a lot of really fantastic, kind of, like, musical and composition references in this soundtrack to a lot of like late 90s early 2000s pop and r&b songs which i loved um and what was the one that well um what it takes is like the big the first big one where it becomes very apparent but there's like some little parts and um the girl who is part of the Asta La Vista crew, like, her part vocally sounds a lot like a lot of those female artists did during yeah. the period, but it was very good. The music was fun. And, and interesting about this movie, which we'll talk about more when you're hearing us next, um, is that this movie is not a musical. No! This movie, they only sing in the context of performances. So, um, which is kind of interesting because that means, like, a lot of, like, the last, like, 20 to 30 minutes are kind of just, like, jam-packed with, like, five songs. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's not terrible. I mean, it does make for kind of, like, a long finale. Right. But. Um... A couple other random notes, and then I'm kind of at the end of mine. I thought the mm-hmm. choreography for the group scenes was fun. Hello? No comment. You didn't like it? 
Um, I thought some of it was fine. I thought some of it really flopped. Oh, definitely some of it. A lot of the individual or smaller group stuff was really bad. Yeah, and I'm going to look up who the choreographer was. I'm not going to tag and drag, maybe. No. Um, but I do think... At least the choreography felt very fitting for decoms of the time. Yeah. But, considering it was coming out in a post-high school musical directed and choreographed by Kenny Ortega World, mm-hmm. he should have stepped it up. Should have done better. And also, this is a fun little note for you, Hannah. Mm-hmm. Do you know where this was filmed? Um, I don't. Tell me. Halliburton, Ontario. Is that near Hamilton? I don't think so. Ontario is very large. <laughs> no, it's in, like, the woods, yeah. yeah. Um, oh my god, okay, the choreographer, I will not tag and drag, because it, she looks like she's really good. She choreographed the Gwen Stefani Hollaback Girl music video. When- she choreographed a Michael Jackson video. When she choreographed two Michael Jackson. Three. So did Kenny Ortega. Well, Kenny Ortega did the Michael Jackson... What is it? This is it? This is Us. Nope. This This is is Us. This is Us is One Direction. And also the TV show. Oh, yes. No, this choreographer did at least two Michael Jackson music videos and also did Michael Jackson The One and Michael Jackson Number Ones. Okay. And Camp Rock. And Bratz. Uh, I don't know. Um, but... Anyway. Anyway. Um, Lizzie, I realized that at the beginning we forgot to talk IMDb slash Rotten Tomatoes, but also our rankings. Oh. So I think that's what we should wrap up with. I agree. Um, so this movie has a 48% on the tomato meter. Yeah. However, that's critic score has a 75% audience score, hmm. um, which is, like, kind of in par with what I'm thinking, because it's, like, not a great movie, but, like, it's enjoyable to watch. Right. Um, do you know what you would rank this movie? Yes. I'm going to give it a three. Interesting. Okay. Is that it, or do you care to elaborate? (laughs) Maybe that's a lie. I'm going to give it a three. I'm looking for something else I've given this ranking to, to see if it... I didn't mean to sway your decision. No. Oh, never mind. I'm going to give it a 3.5. Okay, because that's what I was going to give it. Because I was thinking that I liked it... As much as Wizards of Waverly Place, which I gave a three to, but the music bumped it up, and I liked it more than I liked Halloween Town 4, so, I don't know, our rankings are a little all over the place. Yeah, we don't really have a standard system, which we should. Um, we just kind of go with our gut, which have been known to lead us astray. Clearly. Clearly. 
Um, I am also giving this movie a 3.5. Um, that's kind of the end of the story. Yeah. I kind of feel like I want to make some amendments to some of my rankings that I'm looking at right now, but we can do that at a later date. Yeah. Um, yeah. Essentially, um, justice you, for Mitchie's mom. That's Camp Rock. Justice for Mitchie's mom. Um. Yeah. Yeah. The way Mitchie again is like ashamed of her, but also there's a point in this movie in which Mitchie needs something cool to wear to like the bonfire or whatever. So she goes through her mom's closet. And picks out a green linen button-down and then puts a giant braided leather belt over top and is like, this is fashion. She goes, this. This is safe. And her mom goes, it's also mine. Yeah. And then it's like, you want to be cool, so you go through your mom's closet and not your own? So. Like, surely, even if your clothes aren't designer, surely at least they fit. Well, there you go. You're right. Anyway. So, moral of the story. Do not send your kids to summer camp. No, don't go camping in general. Sorry, Hobbs family. So that is also another reason that we're recording these back-to-back is because I'm going to be at camp all next weekend. And so we've got to pre-record our stuff so I'm not trying to edit on Thursday when we're in the woods. No. That's fine. I'll be here. Going to camp is okay. However, having children who are theater kids and band kids, we can do better. Having children, period. (laughs) Think about it carefully. Because imagine, then they could be ashamed of you. And lie and say that you're a president of a company in China. And steal your clothes. And make you cook sloppy joe. That's true. And have a food fight with the with the food that you make. Ungrateful heathens. Anyway. Okay. Hannah. <laughs> yeah, Lizzie. Thanks for recording with me. Would you, yeah, absolutely. Would you like to take it away? I'll take it away. Okay, Ernie. This has been the Slumber Party Pod, a deep dive into DCOMs. This episode was edited by Lizzie and collectively conceived of as a post-grade crisis by Lizzie and Hannah. This podcast has been distributed by Anchor, and we hope you'll join us again next week.